Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. Today we are chatting about the tens in tarot and the minor arcana. So snuggle in and enjoy. Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Hey, Anna. Hi, Sarah. The tens. The tens. The tensies. It's the end. The end. It ends with the tensies. The tensies at the end. The tensies. We still have to talk about the core cards. Yes. <laughs> I, Captain. Truth. Truth. <laughs> I was trying to think of another word to say, and then I couldn't. So I copied yours. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. I concur. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the tens, they are the end of the minor cycle. Arcana was what I was going to say journey and <laughs> the conclusion the end how many ways can i say end conclusion all these things okay so we've gone through the whole journey we know that each suit cups wands swords pentacles represents a different story different aspects of ourself our inner self one of the things that we are actually learning about right now in our holistic witchery tarot class is looking at the minor arcana as kind of actions, um, quick things that are happening right now mm-hmm. uh, in conjunction to when you combine them with major arcana cards, they're like the what is happening, like the actual what's taking place to the event, the person, the thing. Um, so it's movement, it's stories, and, and it's change. And I love how, you know, the story doesn't always end as we would hope here. But I think that even with the ones... You know, when we get to the tens, it isn't always what you thought would happen. It's not always a happy ending, but there's even a lesson. There's a release in sad endings, too. Necessary endings, maybe even. Necessary endings. I like that. Yeah, not everything can end well. Sometimes it's necessary for things to end unwell. (laughs) (laughs) Which one do you want to start with? I guess we'll start with the Ten of Pentacles. sister. So, we talked about last time with the Nine of Pentacles about how that is independent wealth and independent um like self-madeness mm-hmm. um and how like now that you put in the work and you've been consistent that you now have enough to kind of fend for yourself take care of yourself and maybe a little extra with the ten of pentacles you get this idea you see um usually an elderly person sitting um and they're looking out kind of over um, a family Um, and you have this idea that you became the self-made person and then you were able to take care of yourself. Not only that, but you were able to save and keep, um, being, you know, stable enough so that later on down the road, you were able to help care for others 
um, that are important to you, close to you. Um, so this is a card of, you know, being able to pass on kind of like a legacy of what you've earned, um, your work ethic, your actual savings, or whatever it may be, to, you know, the people that come after you. Yeah, the um, Pentacles story really is a lot about choice in in how you receive abundance, how you use your time, um, how, how to not you, be frivolous. Yeah, how you then put your abundance back out into the world. And we, we start this journey with the opportunity of abundance. We see choices to be made, finding support. Uh, and as we go along, you know, in the, in the middle of this story, in the fives, we do feel like maybe we're seeing that lack of abundance, but that's the story to pay attention to abundant opportunities around us and also to keep going and not give up, you know, and when we keep going, we don't give up and we start to write our path there, we can end in this place of comfortability. Comfortability. I don't think that's a word of comfort. I like comfortability. Okay. <laughs> so we end in a place of comfortability. <laughs> and good foundations. Yeah. That also start off the people around you with structured foundations. Yep. Steady, sturdy foundations. Yeah, so the Ten of and Pentacles. Yeah, the Ten of Pentacles <laughs> does have, I suppose, what we would call a, a happy ending. Uh, it does feel good. That's one of those cards that you're like, oh, so happy I pulled this card. Yeah. Um, but we have to remember that in the story, though, there was a lot that led up to that. Yes. It didn't just happen. Right. There were choices, looking yourself in the you mirror. You had to feel like you lost a lot in order to be able to earn it back and mm -hmm. then to be able to save it so that you can, you know help others yep and do the hard work along the way i mean at the yes. sevens and the eights we're working hard we're working hard we keep keep going those aren't those aren't exactly people sitting back Relaxing. enjoying life no. they are steady and they're focused yes yeah and we'll talk about that when we talk about the court cards too how um the knight of pentacles is the slowest steadiest most focused knight and that's that consistent being consistent being focused. It's our, our nice earth signs. It's like the tortoise or the hare. Who wins? Who wins? It's so usually the tortoise. Steady. Spoiler alert. This is <laughs> usually not the tortoise. Looking good for me because <laughs> I am hair. like the hare and you are like the tortoise. <laughs> so I need a day now. You're going to <laughs> just come out ahead. Yeah. Uh huh. Just be watchful of that, or not, you know, just keep doing you. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. <clears throat> Set of cups? Oh, yeah, we're doing the, the fun ones first, it looks like. <laughs> All right, then. We should end on a hard note. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just... Um, ten of cups. So, the ten of cups, we had the nine last time with the kind of jolly man looking forward, happy with his jolliness, with his emotional fulfillment yeah. and his wellness. Um, and now we have a family kind of looking out over a homestead maybe um, and a rainbow above them. And in that rainbow is our Ten of Cups and there's children frolicking in this card. And this is the, the card of like a happy family. This is the happy family card. Yeah. So in this story, we, we did see with the Cups loss, um, 
again, like making choices to move forward, leave things behind. To end up being the beacon of your own emotional wellness. Yes, I like that. And then from that, once you are able to fill up your own cups and be proud of how you are able to emotionally support yourself, you can then emotionally support somebody else. And then hold space for a family and other people. But you have to. It's like the, the ultimate self-care thing. Like, you yes. can't take care of somebody else until you take care of yourself. True. That's like the whole story of the cups. Like, things happen. You find somebody. You may lose some things. You may leave some things behind to find yourself, to find that love again, mm-hmm. to be able to hold that capacity for an extended period of time so that everybody can live happily ever after. It's like yeah. the happily ever after card. You do have to make <clears throat> those hard choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do have to take care of yourself before you can really take care of others. And when you are in the place to be able to take care of others, then you're all going to feel so much better. Yes. True story. So that's another, another happy ending. So you always want like the ten, this 10 of cups, 10 of pentacles. Whenever I do any kind of like abundance work or something and I, I want to pull a card, that's like always one of those. Like, I would like to feel this way. Abundant in family, and staring up at happiness, with all and of your emotional well-being, money. money. <laughs> I want money and happiness. Who doesn't <laughs> want those things? Ten of wands. Ten of wands. Here we go. Let's <clears throat> change it up. Change it up. So, in the nine of wands, we had kind of our wounded warrior kind of archetype. Uh, we are taking your final stand, um, really making sure that you have the. Um, capacity to continue to endure this passion project that you may be having or this adventure that you're taking uh, to get to the Ten of Wands where you see this person who is holding on to these Ten Wands, usually on their back or in front of them. Either way, it looks like they're overburdened with this load of wands and that they're heavy. But this person, even though back in the Nine they did take their hits, they are still able to pick up all of those wands and continue forward. This is a card that says you're almost there, you're almost done, because in the the image of the card in the distance, not too far off, you can see the town or the house that this person is carrying their wands to, saying that like you're at the last leg of this adventure, this project, this life event, and that if you keep just, again, enduring and keep bearing the weight, that you're going to be able to put those wands down soon and take that deep breath of relief that you completed this kind of, that you've completed this cycle. Um, But that it's acknowledging that you have worked hard and that you've carried probably more than you needed to, but that if you can just keep carrying it for a little bit longer, it's going to be done. Yeah, and I think also it's a, throughout the wands journey, it's decisions, fast action, there's... um, like happy moments there's a little bit of conflict but even the conflict you're not quite sure like are you actually or like what's happening and the the wands it just speaks to moving so fast and being in this moment of like passion desire what do i want what do Mm -hmm. i want what am i going for like you have to slow down with the ten of wands yeah and if you don't like you can't you can't keep that pace up in life or you'll burn out you will burn out and eventually all of this stuff that you just chase and chase and chase and you go after and you go after and you go after and like and even that, that dude at the nine of wands, and he's just like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. I think everything's okay. I'm the wand, but not I'm really sure. Here. Yeah. <laughs> and this is that time after where you're like, okay, I need to reevaluate. I need to regroup. <laughs> I, I have all of this stuff happening, 
and I need to look at it. Let's so just finish it. I need to like carry it over here. Yeah. <laughs> I need to pull these wands up, carry them over here, and proceed accordingly. Proceed like, accordingly. Like maybe tap into some of that pentacles energy <laughs> and slow down. Um, so this the is why the hair loses because it goes so fast and then has to carry all yeah, of its problems. No, I could relate to this for sure. <laughs> I feel like the nine of wands in particular feels like my life a lot where I'm just like, I don't know what just happened. I think it's okay though. I think everything's fine. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I might be concussed, but I'm fine. I'm probably fine. <laughs> my senses tell me I'm still alive. <laughs> and um, yeah, so the nine or the ten of wands, rather, I feel like when we when you look at it, it might feel like, oh, that can't be good, you know. Um, but but this person is definitely persevering. Yeah, like, exactly. They're still forward moving. They're just a little slower because now they're so overburdened with all of the fast-paced, you know, things that they took on that they're still moving. Like, this guy in this picture, like, he's holding onto these wands, not in a very comfortable way. I mean, like, if you try to carry logs like that, you'd probably drop them. But mm-hmm. he's definitely has forward-moving mo- momentum. Like, you can tell that, like, he's able to carry it, he's able to support the weight, um, and that he's just going to keep pushing forward. It's like when you go grocery shopping... And you've got, like, all of those bags, but you grocery shopped alone, and you don't want to make, like, ten trips back and forth to the car to unload, and you become, like, superwoman and put, like, six bags in each arm and, like, like, precariously hang them, and you're like, if I just get all of these just right, I can beeline it to the door, and I can make it all in one shot. And then your hands hurt, and you're exhausted, but you did it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's kind of... And that's, I think, part of this, too, is, like... I think it speaks to this, this like this constantly moving forward, taking action, taking action, taking action, and also begs the question: like, do you actually have to carry all of those, or no. like, can you, just <laughs> you stop? can take trips? And in some decks, you you'll see the imagery. Like, there's a there's some that I can think of where there's like a person carrying the load, but there's like a bird flying by or something, or there's like a boat or whatever. And the idea is is that there is an easier way. You're just not ta- like. Right. You're not taking it, and you are burdening yourself further. Um, so that Ten of Wands, while it just it looks unpleasant, I mean, it kind of, I sort of, I guess, like, kind of is, but <laughs> it's not, it's a, a call to reevaluate, you know? Why why am I carrying all of these? Right. How did I even get here? Right. And how do I make sure this doesn't happen again? And am I doing it right now by carrying this big load by myself? Right. Lots of things to consider. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Ten of Swords? Oh, yeah, that's the... Uh, Ten of Swords. That falls into the bad cards category for most people. <laughs> you pull that card for somebody who doesn't read tarot, and they're going to be like, what? That looks terrible. That looks like certain death. Certain death. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It kind of does look like certain death. It does, for sure. So you've got the Ten of Swords. You've got a person typically lying face down in the dirt with Ten Swords in their back. The sky is dark and gloomy. You can't really tell if the sun's setting or the sun's rising. Um, you know, tarot readers like to say that the sun is rising typically because then it's the start to a new day. Something new is happening. Um, but as we've noticed with the swords and as you get to, like, that five of swords, that um, six of swords, seven, eight, nine, ten, that the swords have gotten all of a sudden very hard. <laughs> um, and... Again, we talked to the swords about being this, like, painful journey of of what 
we do to make our pain last longer than it needs to. Yeah. Uh, because again, we have those swords and that idea that that's your thought process and what we've done, like what anxieties have we inflated now that we have allowed so badly to overcome us that we've now like let it consume us to the point that we can no longer do something. So this is like somebody that maybe. So there's two ways to kind of look at this, and I'm going to kind of try to explain both of them. So there's one way where you kind of look at the journey of the Eight of Swords that you're trapped and you're not getting out. So what happens if you don't get out? You get to, like, the Nine of Swords where you're anxiety, you're losing sleep. The nightmares. The nightmares. And, like, and then you get to the Ten of Swords where there's this defeat. So you can look at it as one sense of, like, how did you get yourself here? Like, did you have a midterm that you got so anxious about, that you lost sleep about, that you were so frightened about, that you just plain didn't step up yeah and you didn't do your homework you didn't research and then you go in and you fail ten of swords yeah you know like whoops like and that feels terrible you know also you have this idea too that it's not only your thoughts but it can also be your communication and if you're feeling stuck and you're trying to express that you're stuck and nobody's listening to you and it causes you anxiety and you're trying to talk about your anxieties and no and people aren't listening and then all of a sudden at the Ten of Swords, somebody totally cripples you with their words or their actions um, or their communications or like abrupt, abruptly tell you something or you abruptly tell somebody off because mm-hmm. nobody's listening. You have this Ten of Swords action. So, and these all lead to hurt and all lead to something ending in a way that's not great. Like it's not good to fail out. Yeah. You know, it's not good to have a conversation that goes unclear that all sort of combusts and people say things um you can also look at this kind of as like a backstabbing card that like somebody all of a sudden just has a like a truth vomit on you and all of a sudden you hear all these things that you you never like knew that they felt about you or you say all these things to somebody else because you're in a moment of unshielded just emotional just outpour that you could really hurt somebody with your communication or words or vice versa um, or hurt yourself because you did let yourself get trapped um, the thing about the Ten of Swords, though, is that they say that the sun is supposedly rising on this day in the background, that, like, this person, even though they look like there's Ten Swords in their back, that there is a way to get up and dust yourself off. I think, too, it speaks to continue. this idea of regeneration and life starting again, because even if we don't physically die, right, we're constantly re evaluate evaluate and we're constantly changing who we are so like you know maybe today you're i don't know, just like looking at my life like maybe today i eat way too much junk food i'm too sedentary i've got a hot temper like whatever that doesn't mean that two years from now that's me right you know we're always doing work and if whatever brought you to this situation the sun is rising because there's after the greatest fall the only thing to do is is rise right there's no there's no other option right (laughs) you know you can't you can't stay down forever right (laughs) you must rise children or you fail at that class well that doesn't mean you can't take that class again or Mm -hmm. you can't have that as an awakening that that was not right for you because it caused so much anxiety that now it's time to look into something different to learn or you know just because that relationship didn't work doesn't mean that the same thing's going to happen at the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you have different opportunities to re-evaluate how you speak or how you attack something, um, how you accomplish something, and, um, and then how somebody else also works with you or against you in that. 
you know, like it's just because it didn't work out one way doesn't mean that you may act the same and somebody doesn't handle you differently or something like that. So there's always room to re-navigate that kind of Ten of Swords energy that like, yeah, it hurt today, um, but it doesn't have to hurt tomorrow. And that there's always an opportunity to heal from these wounds and give yourself a moment to breathe and to rest your mind and to quiet your mind so that you can move forward and know that healing has been done so that you can go forward and try not to inflict old, wound, old wounds again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for sure a healing card. Yeah, it just looks... It looks like you can't heal. It looks scary. <laughs> it looks like it's done. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's... A... It's like the, the body combat, the, the ground, all swords, yeah, in their back. But, but I like a lot of you know decks are really changing these days. That like people are really redoing a lot of these imageries to make them not look so dire because that is not the underlying idea behind the card. It's not like this is death. Like that's not what it means. And so a lot of things now are coming up that we are able to reevaluate these cards and have them not be so jarring and see the huge potential for growth and change um even if you do hit these um speed bumps along the way yeah i think that does just speak to how people are changing and kind of having a more positive outlook on life right. in general right because i do think that i mean from just to be like the the arguer in this case um i think that it can be also just like a warning statement to you that if you, you know, when you do have these constant negative thoughts or this constant negative communication, eventually you will, eventually you're just going to like back yourself into a corner. Right. I was going to say dig your own grave. Yeah. Like eventually you're going <laughs> to dig your own grave, whether it's just communications you're having with another person, internal dialogue. Um, and I think that it can also kind of have that, have that smackdown, like, right. You know, rather than just like, oh, well, you know, try again tomorrow, right. like whatever. It can also just be like, listen, you are freaking ruining your own life right here, right. and this is what's going to happen. Right. So, and I think that that's all. Just a side note. I think that's something that happens in tarot a lot. That you pull these cards, and people often want to say, okay, well, who's doing this to me? And a lot of times the cards are pulling up, and it's more like, well, what are you doing to yourself? And yeah. people don't want to have that that reflection on saying that like I have done this ten of swords things to myself you know like I have said so many hurtful things to people that like this is why I'm no longer supported because I did this to myself yeah. you know like I think that's a huge thing with Tara that people pull cards or they get readings and they don't want to hear the hard truths about themselves how they've taken on too much they've hurt too many people they've left people out or they've not been careful with their money or these things and in reality it's tarot is one of the biggest self-reflection tools and that these are hard images and that's why people don't like them because mm -hmm. nobody wants to look at this and think like yeah. how did i do this that's why they are conflicting no we always want to find an external source right. like what was the situation if this person was only helping me if only i didn't have to do this person's job like whatever right. it is and that's never you know you always own some aspect of right all the things that happen to you. Right. Always and forever. Yes. And so it is. And so it but is. But that is the case. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is the case. Yeah, tens, they're endings. And, uh, you know, of course, we have our, our masculine suits of the swords and the wands. 
that seemed to get a little harder as they continued bringing some lessons. Uh, and the lessons, I think, in the cups and the pentacles, we're seeing them along the way. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're more nurturing. It's like just you know, slow and steady. Be focused. Focused energy. Uh, with the wands and the swords, it's definitely a call to see what happens when you don't stay focused. You're not slow and steady. You fly, you like just kind of fly by the seat of your pants. Whatever happens, happens. Um, and we definitely see that warning there. What could happen? Right. Yeah. All right. Well, next time we'll do court cards. Court cards. I That's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I figure we'll do like all the pages at once, you know? Yeah. Compare and contrast. Yeah. For sure. All I right. like it. Cool. Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast, where we've been chatting tarot all season long. If you love listening in, be sure to leave us a review or share us with your friends. And until the next time, you can follow along with all that we're doing on social media or at thesistersenchanted.com. Hope you have an enchanted rest of your day.